Welcome to the School Business Leadership Podcast. In last week's episode, I talked about line management. In today's episode, I'm taking it a step further, delegation. We're control freaks, right? We might as well just do it ourselves because it's easier that way. But if you're feeling burnt out and you can't face looking at the pile of work on your desk, then we're going to work through an exercise to help you with delegation. Let's dive in. In the past, I have really struggled with delegation and I used to tell myself it's just easier if I do it. But only when I found myself close to breaking point in terms of workload, did I really sit down and dig into that. I asked myself some difficult questions. Was I finding it hard to let go because it was a task that I enjoyed doing? Or was it a task where the stakes were so high that I just didn't feel that I could pass it on? Or was it a task that I just wasn't clear enough about in terms of what needed to be done and what the end result should look like? Or was it something that I just couldn't bring myself to trust other people with, full stop? When I looked at the task that I didn't delegate but should have, all of these reasons cropped up. So I'm just going to spend a minute with you unpacking them. If it's a task that you enjoy doing, ask yourself if this is something you actually should be doing. Is this the best use of your time? If someone else can do it as well as you, then you should pass it on so you can focus on the more difficult and urgent tasks on your list. Also, think about whether you're holding on to this task because you'd rather be doing this than something else. And I say that because I've been there. You can tell yourself you're busy doing this, but really it may be that you're avoiding tackling something more complex or more daunting. I know it's harsh, but it's true. Like I say, I've been there. If it's a high stakes task, it's quite possible that it is something that you shouldn't delegate, but it doesn't mean to say that you can't be assisted with this type of task. Instead, look at splitting it up into smaller parts. So ask someone to do the research or collect the data, maybe create the tables or format the document. This way, you retain the accountability, but you're not going to get buried in the detail. If you're not clear on the end result, it's probably a task that involves some form of creativity or investigative work. Now, as with high stakes tasks, break up the work into smaller chunks and look at how you could delegate elements of it to free up some of your time. You don't have to do everything from start to finish. If it's a task that you can't bring yourself to trust someone else with, it's possibly because you don't feel that they have the skills or the knowledge needed to do it to the standard that is required. And that's okay, because it might be true. But how are your team going to learn if they're not stretched? Is there someone on your team who has the capacity and interest to take on additional tasks and is looking to develop? Does this task facilitate some teachable moments and CPD opportunities? Now, you might be thinking, look, this is great, but I just don't have the time to delegate. And to that, I say, if you invest time in learning to delegate now, you're going to free up so much time for yourself in the future. Now, I know I said this before, we are control freaks at heart, but there are systems and fail safes you can put in place to help you with that. Number one, prioritisation. Whether it's a whole task that you're delegating or part of a bigger task, your staff are going to need to be clear on precisely what needs to be done and when it needs to be done by. For more complex tasks, you might also have to specify a how and a why so they can do the task to the standard you require and understand the context that they're working in, as well as the overall importance of what they're expected to do. Number two, monitoring progress. Make sure that you check in with your staff regularly so that you can answer any questions that they have, provide feedback if things are going a bit awry and generally make them feel supported. Now, this is especially important for new tasks where there is a steep learning curve. Your staff aren't going to know what they don't know, so keep the communication lines open, and that means that they won't get stuck and you won't be in for any surprises if there's been a misunderstanding somewhere along the line. Number three, set sensible deadlines. Don't set a deadline that's now before a critical meeting or the day before the auditor's due. Give yourself some space to review the work that's been done and to pick up on any issues. This will allow you enough time to either ask for any changes to be made or to make them yourself. Number four, 
Don't give in to the temptation of micromanagement. Delegation involves handing over some level of autonomy, especially if you've not specified how the task should be completed or it's a task that you've handed over as a full project from start to finish. These tasks are the development opportunities. So how you monitor progress and how you provide feedback is as much about supporting and developing your team as it is about getting the job done. Number five, ask for feedback. As well as checking in throughout the process, make sure that you ask your staff how they feel after the task has been completed. Ask them, were you clear? Did you have what you needed? Did you feel able to approach me with any questions? There's no doubt the delegation requires a different way of working, but by being smart about it, you can still retain enough control to keep you sane, free up lots of time and demonstrate confidence and trust in your team. If you're still freaking out, take baby steps at first. Choose sensible, straightforward tasks to delegate and set simple goals and deadlines that won't trigger an apocalypse if something does go wrong. You can do this, and it will be so worth it. Trust me. If you've listened to this episode and you're ready to delegate, but you have some questions, then get in touch. My contact details are in the show notes at www.ljbusinessofeducation.co.uk. And if you're listening to this episode and thinking, wow, I wish I had someone to delegate to. I don't have anyone and my workload is beyond crazy. Check out episode 37, where I share a strategy, not just to help you with interruptions, also to help you create, establish and maintain boundaries and prioritise your time when it comes to task management. If you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device and you like what you've heard, it would be great if you could rate and review the show as it makes it easier for others to find it. You can rate and review the show by selecting the show in the Apple Podcast app, scrolling to the bottom and either tapping the stars to rate and or selecting write a review. This show is available in all of the podcast directories. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.